You ready to wake up and uh, get there bright and early and, and get some football going as the Bears take on the U of H? Well, I might not be there as early as you, Tommy, but I, I'm definitely I'm kind of in game week. Uh, I was a little bit there last week, but uh, thankfully we've we've at least gone another day this week. So uh, excited uh, to see it open up and uh, and Tom, I'm I'm actually pretty excited about them playing Houston. First time in 25 years. That's amazing that uh, had not played them at all since uh, the Southwest Conference days. And we've spent, you know what, and we have spent the last couple of days, there has been a ton of talk about the Southwest Conference because, simply because of this matchup right here, uh, you go back to 95. Before we talk about this game, and, and I want to also talk about the uh, the emotional swing of of uh, going mm-hmm. from not ha- having a game with La Tech to not having a game and then having a game. So, I mean, it's, you know, but give me a rivalry that, that, that just screams Southwest Conference to you. Um, well, certainly A&M, Texas. Um, but, you know, for Baylor, I, you know, and, and actually it was renewed. I think Baylor TCU is probably about as good as it gets now. Um, and that goes back to the Southwest Conference days. You know, Tommy, I don't know if it was as heated back then as it is now. Um, and I think some of that stems from, Baylor you know, them the not, not getting put in the yeah. Big 12 and then all of that. I think I, So I think a lot of it honestly stemmed from their side for a long time. But, um, you know, that was a really good one. You know, I think Baylor Tech was always a good rivalry for me. I, you know, that was one where they were pretty much, you know, neck and neck the whole time. Uh, but, you know, I think because, you know, other than Arkansas, it was all in-state. I think there were a lot of good rivalries back then. And, you know, then you go back to the, you know, 40s and 50s and stuff, and it was, you know, Rice and and SMU. You know, it was was a lot of teams. But, yeah, I think the ones that probably really jump out at me are, you know, certainly A&M, Texas. Uh, You know, I thought Baylor A&M was a good rivalry back in the day. Um, It was kind of one-sided there toward the end, but, you know, that was obviously one Baylor wanted to beat. Um, and I think in a lot of cases, it's always more on Baylor's side than the other side. And I think that's what makes Baylor TCU kind of special is that it's really both sides. Yeah, when you have a name for a game, it's it's a rivalry, Battle of the Brazos, all that good stuff. Right. But yeah. So, so it, it, just w- obviously, I, listening to you talk, you would love to see some of these games be renewed for you know some of the teams that are, that are not a play yeah, Texas and Arkansas for example yeah it's it's just a shame you know obviously football the whole landscape has changed I mean when you look at the conferences now some of them don't even make sense right um but yeah like in Arkansas Texas certainly Texas and Texas A&M you'd, you'd love to see some of those games uh you know shoot I'd love for Baylor to play Arkansas sometime mm-hmm. and they have obviously in other sports but you know, it's been, you know, probably, I guess, when they left in 91 or 92, Baylor hadn't played them since then. So, yeah, I'd, I'd love to see some of those old games. Um, you know, the way the game has evolved, the way the conference has evolved, you're not going to see the old Southwest Conference ever again or a league like that. But it was pretty cool when every team was in, in the state. Yeah, we, we were we were doing a little wishing earlier today because if you stop and think about television markets and, and a lot of this stuff is dictated by by television right. dollars, uh, you have 
Houston, Texas. You have Dallas, Fort Worth, Texas. You have San Antonio. You do have El Paso. You have some really neat TV markets that you, if you wanted to, could build a a conference. But as you point out, uh, that's that's simply not going to happen. Yeah, that ship has sailed. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> All right, let's talk about uh, before we talk about Baylor and Houston. Just kind of yeah. walk us through what it was like in the athletic department. You, you've got you got La Tech, and you're yeah. about to tee it up. Oh, and it's opening day for goodness' sake! Right now, it's shut well, down. Yeah, and, and I think Coach Aranda talked about it the other day. This is actually the third opening day opponent, you know, that you kind of prepared for because wow. you know through most of the summer it was. And certainly back in the spring when you were still in Zoom meetings, it was Ole Miss. Mm-hmm. You know, everything was heading to Ole Miss and that September 6th game down in Houston. You know, and then you, you know, with all the COVID situation and, and the SEC not playing non-conference games, then you switched to Louisiana Tech. You, at first you had to pick, you know, who, who are we going to play? And I believe Incarnate Word, that league is not playing. So that, that was kind of ruled out. And then it, it settled on Louisiana Tech if you could schedule one with them. And, and yeah, it just – Everything looked good going into that week. And, and, you know, I mean, honestly, and I think we talked last week, uh, Louisiana Tech was doing all the right stuff. They had all the protocols in place and had one, I think, positive in the previous three weeks before the hurricane hit. So it wasn't like, you know, it was one of these schools that just didn't have the right things in place and wasn't doing it the right way. It was, you know, the perfect storm of the hurricane hit and and it just really kind of wiped out that team so yeah it was tough i know tuesday night wednesday morning were very tough and and then you're going into mode of well do we do a scrimmage you know maybe even invite fans to that that saturday when we're supposed to play louisiana tech no let's hold hope that you know maybe we get a game this next week so it was really in limbo, and then I, you know, honestly, Tommy, Friday, I did not think anything was going to happen. It just did, didn't seem like it was coming together. But then when you get that news Saturday, it's just, it, it really is an excitement level. I mean, y- y- yes, you only have this many days to get ready, but man, you're gonna you're gonna get to play football, and, and it's been a long time. Um, so yeah, I, I think there was just such an excitement level. It almost didn't matter who you played, but I think those ties and then, you know, even if you look at Mac Rhodes and Jeremiah Dickey were both there. So I I think those connections with Houston, this just this game just made sense and I think there's a different excitement level for it than you would have had for just about any other game. Jerry, uh, what kind of wrinkles do you expect and differences with Larry Fedora uh calling the offense and how it's gonna look different from the, the previous years? Yeah, Stephen, I, I suspect, and I haven't seen a lot, I can tell you that, but I, I suspect just based on his history and what I'm hearing, I think he'll be a little more up-tempo um, than Matt Rule was. Um, so I think that tempo will, you know, will kind of go back to the to the Bryles there offense, honestly. Um, so I, I think that will be one of the changes. I, I think he will use the, you know, the run – or the – screen passes to the running backs more than they have, you know, probably in the last how many every year. So I think that will be one of the changes you'll see. Man, there's there's a lot of really good receivers, though, so you'd like to see them get involved as well. But I think those are probably two of the biggest changes is you'll see more of an up-tempo, you know, no huddle, get up there and let's go, rather than kind of slowing the game down. You want to get as many plays as you can in. So I think you'll see a lot more of that. 
and then the screens. I mean, and when you think about Tristan Ebner, he's he's basically a receiver playing running back. Now he's turned into a pretty good running back, but he's a really good threat out of the backfield. And Lovett has actually turned into a re- really good threat there as well. So you've got really good threats at running back that you can use in that passing game. Uh, it's Glenn Smith. Let me ask you about Charlie Brewer, and obviously he's a senior coming into his you know senior year he's 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 had he's been dinged up at time to time had some injuries i know that from what i'm hearing they're trying to get the ball out of his hand quicker you made mention of these quick screens and those kind of things right. how's he adopting to this offense you know he said it's really similar and and i don't know if i do glenn or stretch but i'll i'll, I'll, I'll stick with stretch how about that we're not that's fine we're not, you know, we're you know not me well friends, enough yeah this, but i'll call you stretch yeah you know me well enough in this seven minute interview right here to call me stretch i'm good with that <laughs> that's right uh no he i he said this is a really similar to what he ran in high school and i think he's very comfortable in it and i think just the idea that you can protect him a little bit with that that you can get the ball and and that should have been another thing that i mentioned earlier when steven asked that that that's kind of a larry staple is getting the ball out of your quarterback's hands a little quicker and and certainly with i i, I do think the offensive line is going to be better of course i've been saying that for the last few years and it hadn't really gotten there but i i think the offensive line will be better particularly adding the ucla transfer but i think getting the ball out of Charlie's hands and maybe not having him run as much or running smarter, I think will protect him. And and you want to do that. There's some good talent behind him, but this is a guy that has 30 starts under his belt and and has shown the, you know, great potential. He's, he's a guy that I, you know, I think he is probably one of the better quarterback returning quarterbacks coming back this year. So uh, certainly you want to keep him healthy and, and upright and, and I do think he has adapted really well to this offense. I think it fits him. We're talking with Jerry Hill, uh, the uh, director of sports journalism at Baylor University. Jerry, do you do you have any sense of what what Saturday will will, will look like and feel like to you? I mean, you've covered a million Baylor games right. in, in your career with uh, with Baylor and also with the Waco Tribune Herald. Twelve, I'm guessing twelve thousand somewhere in that neighborhood. You know, we're talking twenty five percent. What? I mean, what do you think the feel will be like? The atmosphere? I mean, just the, the whole yeah. the whole game day experience. What What are you thinking? And, and we're, guys, yeah, we're all guessing. I mean, yeah, and I do think that's probably that's your max. Really, is about twelve thousand, um, and so certainly it won't have the feel that you're used to. Um, Tommy, I don't know if you remember that Southern Illinois game. At you know, it was actually a makeup for the nine eleven at the very end of the um, year with the Salukis. Yeah, at the, yep. Yeah, at the end of two thousand one, and it won't be that bad. There were, you know, I think the announced that day was seven or eight thousand, and there weren't that many there. So I think it'll look better than that. I think it helps having, and this is one thing I'd really hoped for. There, they are going to have students there. I think it's twenty five hundred student tickets so that doesn't sound like a lot but they can make a difference mm-hmm. you know that's what that those are the ones you want there so i think they'll make a difference and you know certainly you'll probably have some piped in noise and that kind of stuff so um yeah it won't look like what most of last year looked like or any of the last how many ever years have looked like but tom like you said i've covered a lot of baylor football so i've i've been at games <laughs> where there weren't a whole lot of people in the state <laughs> Oh boy! All right, uh, it, it, but you know what? We're I, hold your breath, cross your fingers, do yep. all that stuff. Yep. Uh, let's get to Saturday and let's play football. Absolutely! Hey, you guys have a great pregame, and looking forward to 
seeing you and Stretch. Uh, welcome aboard. We're excited about you uh, working in Waco. Well, I'm, I'm excited to be in Waco. It's, it's a great place. Central Texas has been my home, and I'm I'm excited to be a part of it. I'm gonna I'm gonna get me a green and gold shirt and come out there and holler second <laughs> with the best of them. All right, hey Jerry, All right. thanks, buddy.